0: So my dad and stepmom just got a new addition to the family, a little kitten. He is the cutest Winston. He's the cutest. And obviously the little prince deserves the best. So, you know, the litter he'll be using is pretty litter. Pretty litter is the best. Nothing beats pretty litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And we know how stinky your typical litter can get. Oh, not pretty litter, baby. It's ultra absorbent. Also, it's lightweight, low dust and one six pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter and what can really bring you peace of mind? Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and more.
1: And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You never run out. If you don't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space, and even better, you don't have to lug those huge tubs from a store to your car and into your house.
0: I know Pretty Litter has helped eliminate cat box stink in my dad's house. It can do the same for you. Make the switch today. Go to prettylitter.com slash momdad and and use code MOMDAD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash MOMDAD, code MOMDAD to save 20% on your first order. prettylitter.com slash MOMDAD, code MOMDAD, terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom
0: and dad. Well, welcome home, family.
1: Welcome home, family.
0: It's your mom and dad.
1: It's your mom and dad.
0: <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Welcome. We're applauding to an empty studio today. I know. Lee could not be with us. Uncle Lee is not here, which he is ill. He is ill.
1: He said he was coughing a lot Aww, and he doesn't feel good. Uncle
0: Lee sending you love, love.
1: And Lee's a trooper. You know, if he's out, that means he's wrecked.
0: I know. I you know. know. What I mean,
1: because he always pulls through. So thoughts and prayers.
0: Thoughts and prayers to Uncle Lee. Um, also, if he was feeling OK, it probably would be better for him not to be in the studio today because I just started my period about three hours ago mm. and I am an emotional wreck right now so if lee's around he is my he is my emotional buddy like we after this is the fact that matter family after every episode we record lee and i probably talk for about an hour afterwards and just like talk about our feelings where we're at Mm. process everything and if he was around right now if i just would look at him i'd probably start crying because my love for him and our Lee, (laughs) lee
1: get over here i need you (laughs)
0: so at any point I I start sobbing During this episode that's why I mean I've already cried It's so funny because I didn't used to be A big crier during my period Times and in the past year Man oh my gosh the first Day or the day before my period I am weep City in fact I've already cried this Morning about Seven to eight times because I was re-watching over and over again Hallie Bailey you know the Little Mermaid her uh, live part of your world performance oh my <laughs> gosh you love that I
1: just will watch that like I'll just be hearing it from different parts of the room and i be like is she watching that again
0: I watch she that, watches it
1: probably three or four times a day
0: I watch her perform <laughs> the live version of part of your world over and over again on loop and if you have not watched her live performance do so immediately it is Probably the most gorgeous live performance I've ever seen. She's this generation. She's going to be an, a massive icon. Yeah. It is so emotional. It I'm is. watching it on loop, sobbing. And in fact, last night I was in bed before I knew the period was going to hit. I was in bed watching it on loop, and Evan was in his bathroom which is almost connected, (laughs) which is almost connected to our bedroom. And all of a sudden he pops in and it's like midnight. And Evan's like, are you singing in here?
1: (laughs) Dude, you guys, she's tears rolling down her face. She's singing with the video. So it's just like, look at that stuff. Isn't it neat? Da, 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 da. And I'm hearing oh, I was and you can hear the difference between like a human voice in the room versus like a video. So I'm like, I'm used to hearing a video. So my brain's kind of turned off. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I start hearing a human voice. And at first I'm thinking, is she on the phone with someone? Is like something going on? Is she talking to herself? And then I like put my ear to the door and I just hear like. What's that sound? <laughs> 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 and I'm like and I peek open the door and I'm like are you okay? And tears rolling down her face. She's just singing the little mermaid song. And then she basically looks at me like I'm crazy. She goes, "What?" And I go, "What do you mean, what?" Are you singing?" And she goes, "Yeah, I'm just singing." And it and, but and also, this isn't like Jess sings all day. And so no, it's like normal for her to just be singing songs <laughs> at, midnight, at in bed. <laughs> midnight in bed quietly. And then, so then she kind of starts like basically like sing gaslighting me. She's going like, What? What's weird about that? And I'm like, What do you mean what's weird about that? It's 12 o'clock at night and you're singing Little Mermaid. <laughs> like, not. Like you're I'm actually singing it too. It's not she's going just going this. <laughs> she's kind of like, Part of that world And I'm going. And then she's looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm going, like, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, this is weird. Like, you're fully singing the song by yourself. And then she's like, What? That's that's not weird. Like instead of just accepting the fact that it was bizarre, she's just she's gaslighting me into thinking in the like why is it weird for me? And I'm going Okay, we need to get on back on planet Earth here. <laughs> this is not something normal for you.
0: I thought that I was singing quietly, so I didn't think there was any chance that you would hear me. I had no idea that my tone is so powerful that it, it was so resonating through the house. You know, I I guess maybe some of that past theater training, I didn't realize that it was hitting the back of the room. I thought oh, I was I
1: see. <laughs> I was singing okay, quietly. so you were you were projecting to the back of the room. You were using I mean, your training. Just
0: because I don't see a physical audience there doesn't mean that I'm not always the just this
1: here audience. <laughs> the dogs are in their cages They're like what's happening
0: to mom is she okay mom's lost so that's where i'm at today <laughs> <laughs> so if you need a good cry a good emotional surge i mean check out that live performance yes. holy smokes i i do think i probably watched it at this point 250 times yeah and that's not an exaggeration
1: mm so well it is gorgeous and it is incredible so I don't I don't blame you for enjoying the performance but please when you do something completely (laughs) out of character gaslight me into thinking that is not strange or at least give me the satisfaction of being like yeah that was a little off character and I went for it and I had fun but don't look at me like what what's (laughs) possibly strange about singing full out at 1 a.m.
0: of all the time is getting later and you use the term (laughs) gaslight too much in the first five minutes of this episode (laughs) (laughs) all right well we've got some things to talk about today namely we're coming at you on a friday Mm -hmm. coming at you on a friday and we are going to be discussing uh vanderpump secrets revealed episode there were definitely a few nuggets in there that we need to talk about and it was Um, also just like the
1: final thing so we just we didn't want to like you know because next week we start the cast the cast bios for this so we didn't want to like We wanted to wrap it up, you know, with a nice bow, make sure we saw all the content, Mm -hmm. talked about everything. So we felt like it was necessary.
0: So, you know, numerous things call home. All Mm -hmm. of this it's going to be it's going to be a fun one Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. An emotional one for me, but a fun one. (laughs) First, (laughs) we have to take a quick pause. Um, Family support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane and perfect timing because there is no more dreamy summer outfit than one from Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through in their summer staples, make getting dressed easier than it has ever been before.
1: Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. Uh, They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design so you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought.
0: Yep. I love to pair a Jenny Kane dress like their new day dress that is quickly becoming my go-to uniform, okay, Uh, with one of their classic sweaters for a look that's effortless and so easy to put together. Sweater-wise, I'm obsessed with their cashmere cocoon sweater, but trust, they do summer cotton better than anyone. The Chloe cardigan is my new favorite for Beach Days. And it truly is a forever piece. I know because of the quality and the classic style that I will have it and wear it for years to come. And that's what I love about everything from Jenny Kane. It's amazing. It's so timeless. Go online and check out their website and browse. It's the dreamiest.
1: They also have a stunning collection of home essentials, uh, timeless furniture pieces, cozy throws, perfect, perfectly curated decor, and the most incredible candles. Plus, they have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase. And joining is completely free. Uh, find your forever pieces at JennyCane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 15% off your first order. J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com. Promo code MOMDAD. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, we're coming at you Friday. Um, Typically, you know, we have our one episode a week. We drop it on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. but we thank you all so much for understanding. We had some really good family time for the past couple days. Like we've shared before, Evan has been working 24 seven for the past two months Mm -hmm. and ember just got out of school and we're like we need a couple days (laughs) with some serious family time so we appreciate that but uh, again next week we have our typical back to wednesday friday two episodes and we will let you know on instagram so keep updated Uh, One of those episodes is going to be a cast bio episode. We're figuring out scheduling right now with some potential guests up in here. Um, So we will let you know if that episode is coming out Wednesday or Friday, but it will be out one of those days. But we will have two episodes again next week back to our regularly scheduled programming. And then the following week, first week of Charities season, which I have to tell you, um, ABC has been in like the Bachelorette Instagram. They have been giving us a bunch of clips of Mm -hmm. the men in a very different way than they ever have before. Like we're getting these clips of some of the guys that we're going to see already getting to know who they are in their backstory a little bit, which is amazing because that's always kind of been the thing where you're like, I'm not getting to know these people very well. And the bachelor at Instagram already doing that and actually tagging these people for the first time ever is giving me hope that we are going to get to know some of these men very well. Mm. So very excited about that. And I also have been hearing around town that this is going to be a very good season, a very good season. And also hints that there might be numerous very amazing men that it might be a tough choice in the end.
1: We love a conflicted lead.
0: We love when the lead... I mean, we shout out to charity. We want charity to find love and find that person. But you, we love when there's a lot of great guys. We love when there's good options, too. Where it's not just yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know about how to let anybody which, in here. Which,
1: if I'm being honest, always shocks me. Because obviously I've never been on the show. But I always think to myself, if you're in a certain place, like maybe it's just my personality, but I feel like I just would know so clearly, but it seems like that happens quite a bit where people don't know. But I just, for me, I go, I feel like it pretty early on. I'd be like, I like that person. Well,
0: I think it's that happens often. A lot of times the lead will come off afterwards and be like, I knew from the get that it was that person. But because of production and everything, they don't let it be obvious that that's your first choice. And I think also production probably comes in and tries to do a little manipulation tactics by being like, well, what about this person? Have you not thought about them? And they're amazing. And they've said this, this and this about you. And maybe here's a negative
1: thing about the person you actually like in order to get you off their trail. So they're playing the games behind
0: the scenes. But also, too, again, when you think about the amount of time that's actually being spent spent. You know, you know who immediately you're probably the most drawn to chemistry wise. But when you're only spending little chunks of time here and there with someone, I could see myself becoming conflicted. Because also you're not in the real world, too. I'm not able to scroll on this guy's Instagram to actually get a feel for what you're like. Yeah. In real life. I'm just seeing what you're presenting to me. I don't have the behind the scenes of what you're up to and what you like and what you're doing with your not, friends and everything. And also everything. not
1: seeing someone in the wild is huge. 100%. I always think about that with these shows in general. It's like, you know, it's like when you went to summer camp as a kid and you'd always fall in love, right? It was kind of, of like, it really was. like Summer ca-
0: camp love. Summer camp <laughs>
1: falling in love. Which but was I, my favorite. But, I, but, but right, you, you always kind of fell in love at summer mm-hmm. camp. But it's such a fake reality Mm -hmm. that it's like it's designed to make you have feelings quickly because you're in this concentrated situation. But like seeing them day to day, seeing how they follow up on things, seeing how they interact with your friends and family and how they work and how their work life balances with your dating. Like there's so many elements that I bet coming off that show is kind of terrifying because you're like, is this person even remotely what they've been promoting oh
0: can you imagine the first dinner the first like one-on-one dinner no cameras
1: just just dinner you're like uh do we even like each other because
0: even before when uh the show ends and they're only able to do their happy couple suites right so you're secretly yeah with that person you still aren't seeing them in more of a day-to-day situation they're getting an airbnb for you so you're alone you're not like out at dinner seeing how they're interacting with a server or seeing how they're interacting in a stressful situation you're just kind of secluded so that first dinner out in public that first getaway when you're not living in secret trying to make sure that nothing is spoiled has to be bizarre
1: totally bizarre
0: yeah because like your example with summer camp i legitimately remember numerous times going away for the like Christian camps.
1: (laughs) Just thinking about me the whole time. Thinking Thinking about you the entire time. Just like, oh my
0: gosh, I've been obsessed. But no, before we were dating, there were numerous times that I remember going away to these camps, hundred percent having the falling in love, meeting someone who I had never really gotten to know well from the church. And all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh, I'm vibing with this person. And genuinely on the bus ride back from camp, Seeing how he's acting with his friends, like on the ride back, and being like, "Oh, I have the ick already." You
1: know what's what's ten times hotter than that? Falling in love with someone from a different church.
0: Oh Oh, yeah,
1: (laughs) you know what I mean? Because it's like such a mystery. I'm never gonna am I ever gonna see you again? You
0: become pen pals. You come
1: from a different land, which is an hour away. When you're a kid, (laughs) might as well be in a different country. And it's like it's so like just like terrifyingly amazing where it's like I met you I have no idea like what your world is and like. and when you and
0: I were at summer camp we didn't have Instagram Facebook no, all of that so
1: it's a complete mystery so
0: it was like you are genuinely writing letters maybe doing a phone call because oh, that was when texting was in its early days too yeah, oh my so god you would just sold. have to hop on a
1: landline <laughs> and call someone but man that feeling of like of like and then you and then you don't see them for the rest of the day but you'll see them like at the you know, the at, the time, nighttime bonfire. at the nighttime bonfire and then they're across the way and they're like talking to you and you're looking at them and they're talking to their friends and you're like, are they talking about me? Oh, my gosh, that's insane.
0: Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm going to start crying again. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm old now. I start sobbing. Part of this world. um so so excited for charity season starting Mm -hmm. in two weeks and like i said her hearing very good things so excited about that i'm
1: excited for cast bios next week Mm
0: -hmm. and i believe that filming is still happening in bachelor in paradise right now Mm -hmm. so excited about that to come after yeah we'll see who we get
1: gosh we love the chaos on the beach
0: bachelor in paradise is my favorite
1: it's so fun
0: I hope we get a good cast And I'm sure a lot of The people will get to know From Charity Season I'm sure there's going to be A good handful of the men From Charity Mm -hmm. Season So Anywho all right. um, right. So Secrets Revealed Vanderpump Rules Um, I do want to say this first About Vanderpump Evan and I did watch The first two episodes Randomly we watched it of Stars on Mars, which um, if you don't know, they've been promoting it like crazy. And it's a bunch of uh, reality TV stars, athletes, all of this who are in a simulation of being on Mars and like having to handle potential emergencies that would happen. Um, It's kind of like Big Brother, but in the sky. But actually, I think filming in Australia,
1: it's kind of a dumb show. But it, but I but it's kind of fun. But I Couldn't kind of, you say though it's kind of dumb. Oh
0: no, it's ridiculous. Like it's kind of
1: stupid. Like you're like, why am I watching B level celebrities? Like
0: some of them do, are. A. A, but I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it is
1: strange, right? It is. A, you're kind of watching this, being like. And the amount of money they clearly put into this show is crazy. The set is the set's incredible.
0: And the, the challenges salaries, are pretty intense. And the, too. Thing about this,
1: the salaries they must be paying these people yeah. like a, like celebrities to come onto a show. You got to pay them a lot of yeah, money. Because We
0: have some big, also big athletes on the show. And that's the thing,
1: too. It's one thing to have a celebrity. But these athletes, they make like they were making like 30 million dollars a year. So like to get them on a show has to be like a lot.
0: I would love to know the salary differences on that show. There's oh, no there's massive. no way. There's no way that they're all getting paid well, the same. There's Tom
1: Schwartz and then there's like A-level athletes and yeah. you're like, "Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't think Tom Schwartz was making thirty mil a year for a decade."
0: But he is coming right off of scandals, so That's true. maybe hot. they're like, "Well, this is big news. It's yeah. big news." But okay, Tom Schwartz though on Stars on Mars. Yeah. A few things about him. So one is that he did discuss Sandoval a little bit. And in fact, we get nuggets from Tom Schwartz. Now, this was filmed actually somewhat recently. They did a really quick turnaround with the show. So they filmed it and it was airing pretty soon after they filmed it. So they filmed it after the reunion and everything. And we see Tom Schwartz say that he's pretty much done with sandoval that's what he's alluding to how do you
1: have that when you own a restaurant together
0: i don't know what that's gonna look like and i also don't know if this is tom schwartz trying to being,
1: being mr fake nice guy being yeah. being the
0: dude is just like gonna phone it and be like well me standing by him did not work out yeah this <laughs> so has
1: been bad for me
0: this has not gone well for me i tried plan a b and c i also tried all of sandoval's uh you know football directions during the reunion and i that didn't go well either so maybe oh, yeah. i'm just going to be like who yeah. knows
1: <clears throat> you know the thing about the thing about schwartz too is like schwartz is the guy who is a great hang who you want to be he's a great invite to a backyard barbecue mm-hmm. like schwartz is perfect for that what we've truly discovered is schwartz that's where you should keep him
0: Yes, you don't, back, no, you. you don't bring him close to you. No, you don't bring him close to you, and you don't
1: depend on him. No, but but as just a backyard barbecue addition, the guy's awesome. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like if don't don't bring him into your personal space. Don't let him be the person you depend upon for don't help. Don't marry
0: him. Don't marry him.
1: <laughs> but if you want to just a good hang that comes back and cracks a beer and everyone goes yo but that's that's, the, why, that's where that guy lives but
0: that's why we have the conversation time and time again and like so much of the frustration that Katie held is it's like Tom Schwartz always gets away with everything he's yes. never held accountable for his actions and all the time on Vanderpump when he was making out with other people while they were together right somehow the audience would direct frustration towards Katie yeah. and Schwartz would get away with everything because he just do that I don't know guys in fact there's. There's even scenes on stars on Mars when he's making mistakes and he's kind of like, Well, guys, you know, I just look at the glasses half full, and I, I did this, and everyone's yeah. cracking up. And in fact, I believe they called him Angel Tom right. on the set. Because again, no one's actually really getting to know this guy. And it's like, oh, he's a fun, he's a fun hang. And he, he seems well, like a very, nice guy.
1: He's very likable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing about Schwartz, is like when you just Like, again, if you're not bringing him into your deep circle, but you're just backyard barbecuing, the dude is extremely charming. He's extremely likable. He's Also, I think the main thing is he's very non-confrontational. And so you get no energy from him that, like, he's going to call you out or have a strong opinion about something that could cause problems. So he's really good at, like, creating this facade that, like... I'm helpless and harmless. There's nothing I could do that could hurt you. And you're safe
0: with me. And you're safe with (laughs) me. He lulls you in. No, (laughs) no, no.
1: But you could tell that he's been so addicted to becoming Mm likable that like people, I honestly do think that like, if you know someone who is always likable, then they're not really going to ever stand for anything. So Mm -hmm. therefore, like, they're always just going to chase being loved Mm -hmm. over Dependent uh, dependability having your back and doing that Doing loyalty, the, the right thing kind of,
0: that can be tough. That's what i'm saying. They're not going to make the hard choices They're just
1: going to give whoever is in front of them what they want so that they're loved
0: right well It's the whole it's the whole thing then with Sandoval and, and ariana where it's like he's keeping the secret and he's not Making a choice and telling ariana or like exactly. drawing a line in with sandoval and he's holding on to the secret But then also not wanting to get in trouble with ariana in the cast and playing this like Half ground situation where then it ends up being like, no, you were this was this was terrible
1: people pleasing at its highest level. Yeah, truly mm-hmm. just when you're living for everyone else to adore you, you know, you kind of end up. It's kind of interesting. He's kind of like a tall tale on like if you let's say you're someone who struggles with this a little bit like total like people pleasing, which yeah. oh, I know lots of it's a, it's a major mean, hey, thing. Me, hi, right. That it can be a temptation to do that. The problem is, is you kind of wake up one day alone because you realize that no one ever felt like they truly you truly had their back so then no one truly trusts you and over time if you're in your 40s 50s but it kind of works in your 20s where everyone's just kind of finding stuff out but then as the older you get the more you realize that kind of loyalty dependability strength those are the things that they kind of rise to the top as you get older and you see him now in his 40s and he's like
0: i don't yeah I don't maybe know. Late, late 30s, 30s or yeah. you
1: kind of see him going like whoa and now i don't really have my best friend i don't have my group of friends anymore
0: my wife my
1: wife it's yeah. kind of interesting it's kind of a a, a warning mm-hmm. to that lifestyle that like it will run out on you
0: yeah now he also did go on uh jacks and Brittany's podcast who they both used to be on vanderpump rules um and shared similar sentiments and that podcast came out i think maybe 2 3 weeks ago yeah and he said the same thing that he was pretty much like i'm i i've He I believe in that podcast, he said something like we need to take a break like there needs to be a pause.
1: So he's on tour. He's not even at your restaurant working. So I think that uh, Sandoval already kind of like made that call.
0: I'm sure that's probably a reality that's hitting, too, where he's like our like our world because of your actions. And then honestly, the follow through of my actions of not standing ground and doing the right thing. Our world is on fire and you go on tour. And you're touring the world, <laughs> touring the United States in your outfits, going to karaoke bars, singing. I mean, what are you up to, my guy? When like, and our, think in our, about in our it, restaurant's on fire with the Yelp reviews, and everything is collapsing.
1: Schwartz got destroyed in this process when you actually think about it. Cause it's like he ended up his partner, who he kind of was like, he clearly was like out for himself in the way that, like, He was going, I want to protect the Sandoval thing because I also have a business with him. I think if there wasn't the business, I think there would have been, he would have retreated maybe earlier. But I think the business thing, he was trying to figure out, okay, how do I keep the business thing going? How do I keep the relationship with my business partner? But also I keep my friends, blah, blah, blah. All that people pleasing, all that indecisiveness left him with none of the friends. His best friend who he has the business with, they're not connected with, but he still has to run the business with him. And his friend isn't even running the business with him. His friend who owns half of it is on tour doing his own thing. So Sandoval is literally alone running the business. Like, or Schwartz's, yeah. Sorry, Schwartz is now just alone running the business. Yes, it's kind of gnarly. It's kind of like oh, so he went man. to Mars. He was like, so he's like, well, I guess I'll like, do my own out. thing I'm it's going like, to Mars. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. and I think that
0: it's definitely in re- in reference to Schwartz. There's like the people pleasing element, but then also what we've talked about too, which where I feel like there is a through line between Sandoval and Schwartz, which which is like, I just want to have a good time, yes. and I'm going to burn. Any relationship and peace out on any friendship or loyalty, so that I can have fun because I don't want to deal with any of this. I just want to have fun. Mm-hmm.
1: It's never growing up, really. Mm-hmm. So interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's what he said on Brittany and Jax's podcast. Okay. Another interesting part of Brittany and Jax's podcast was that Brittany brought up. It just, it just is so sandoval. You know, I don't know the guy, and when I heard this, I was like. I know this guy. This is so Sandoval. Brittany said she hadn't heard from him text-wise in a long time. Like, I think it was numerous years, actually. And the last time that she had reached out to him, it was on a birthday or something like that and said, happy birthday, or maybe he reached out to her. Someone, there was one birthday text and then nothing else for like two years. And she said, then she receives a message from him. A text post all of this that says, hey, Brittany, I know you have family in such and such. It was some state like Michigan, Wisconsin, something. I know you have family and friends in such and such. Just so you know, I will be playing at this venue tonight if they are interested in coming.
1: It's just so egotistical to be like, by the way, I'm playing nearby. You should come. It's just like if you're going to reach out to someone and offer them an opportunity, make it worth their while you know what I mean sure. like,
0: like is there any money involved yeah, in that <laughs> like are you going to
1: pay me to show up can you pay me my normal in, you know my Instagram fees or whatever Yeah. will people? you pay my
0: family my influencer rate yes. to show up you know because I'm sure Brittany's family and friends are like yeah because the, the the in the words of Sandoval the good it would be a bad look for us to show up at your concert like what do you think going to happen you think these people are going to have their friends and family show up during all of this and and then make it so clear that, like, oh, we're taking a stand in one camp. We're supporting. Like, come on.
1: It's just the ego is just off the chain. It's the roof. God, come watch me play a bunch of covers, man.
0: One of the members of the family sent me a TikTok that is, I think it's going viral right now. And it's of a woman filming her boyfriend who is a professional drummer. She's showing him clips of Sandoval's show for the first time. And he starts sitting down, kind of watching it. And like two seconds in, he's standing up this close to the TV, being like, No, no. See, he's not singing there. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) And just like doing the whole the professional musician rundown of what's going on, just like agitated and stressed watching the entire thing. It was so funny.
1: (laughs) I the more clips I see.
0: I know Evans, but by the way, that's again, what Evan was sending me for about a year. The only thing he'd ever send me on Instagram is dog videos. And now all I'm getting from him are clips of Sandoval shows. That's all I'm getting at all hours of the day and night. And I'll be
1: honest with you. It has nothing to do with me being like a music snob or like a performance snob or anything like that. It just has to do with the brazen ego on stage while doing something incredibly unimpressive. I think <laughs> that's what it is. It's like the band's is impressive, but him, as a person, what he is doing is so unimpressive that it's just hilarious, the ego he has. You know what I mean? I need... Should we go see him?
0: No! <laughs> I just feel like
1: I want to go into disguise and go see him. More for the fact of, like, I need to be in the room to experience the atrocity live. You know what I mean? It's like, I need to just... Feel it because, you know, live it's so much gnarlier. So it's like, I just need to be in the space when he like takes his shirt off and shoves his like (laughs) sweaty body onto someone and be like, this is actually happening in front of me. Ten feet away from me. Like, I want to know what he's saying in between songs. Like, what's his banter like on stage? You know what I mean? Like.
0: Gosh. I hear you, but you know I just I can't bring myself. In, I don't, and that's in I don't some, want to support that's it. That's in some way supporting it, I know. you know, because you're paying for tickets. I, know. I can't do that. I
1: gotta figure out a way to just. I want to see the whole show.
0: Someone wear a camera for that. Yeah, can someone
1: send me like a video recording of the whole show? Just yeah, so I I the yeah, I need the entire thing. I want to see the intro because you, know you know when he walks out, he's probably got some in, like some intro move that he does where he's he does gonna- like a backflip. <sighs> And he just goes, welcome <laughs> to hell or like something like that. You know, he goes, welcome to welcome to the base. Welcome to the biggest orgasm of your life. And then he comes out and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he probably he probably <laughs> this show. It's, yeah, it's Sandoval and the, and the orgasms. And he's just like every song is the we're gonna hit the g-spot for you baby I don't even know but I'm just saying. he's the kind of guy that would say that shit so I wanna I just wanna see like the stuff he does It's like who cares about the covers it's
0: the
1: it's the banter it's like what's he when he walks out and goes what's up (laughs) you know what I mean it's like he's thinking he's in like just in a stadium and it's just like a hundred people yeah can I get a fuck yeah (laughs) and there are people like there's like four people that go yay and he's like i want to hear like too like this song meant a lot to me you know like that (laughs) kind of banter in between the song and he's just like the first time i heard this song stacy's mom you know it really meant a lot to me because i thought to myself yeah man i'd love to bang stacy's mom anyway hit it hit it band you know what i mean like what it's like i want to know Also, the songs he's choosing are just insane. Anyway, I I could (laughs) go on for hours.
0: Okay. So that's currently some of the updates. Other than that, there actually haven't been too many post interviews and such that I've heard from people or nuggets coming out. Part of me is wondering because I believe, again, that they're starting to film very soon if they were allowed to be going on a bunch of podcasts leading up to it. And now if maybe they want them a little locked down
1: um, to keep
0: that energy in the bubble of what's going to happen filming wise and all of that. So Mm. we will see. But I have heard it seems like it seems like everyone's coming back that's the that's, that's the so, word on the street
1: they probably made it so financially like they couldn't say no they probably like because it had to be like how are we going to convince some of these people to come back
0: yeah i didn't hear that there was going to be an up in salary but maybe they
1: just said, we're going to sue you if you don't come back i don't know, oh, who I knows. Don't know but it's do more that. like yeah there's but, certain people where it's like it all makes sense for the entire cast except for a couple of them where it's like are they gonna maybe or you know what the ego on someone like sandoval too is he thinks i'll win them all back I'll win all my friends back. I'll win the crowd back. Or he's gonna Everyone come back me.
0: with massive villain energy, and he's gonna be like, "I'm just gonna lean into it, man." And then just he just shows up in a full cape every single episode, like a full like like a va- uh, vampire cape, and is just gonna lean so hard mm. into that. Okay,
1: I like that too.
0: But it seems like everyone's coming back. Yep. Or again, that's the word on the street. So we wow. shall see. We shall see. Insane. All right, quick pause before we get into the actual. Yeah. <laughs> The secrets of True. episode of um, family. OK, so I have to tell you the other day I was out with a friend who I see a lot. And during dinner, she complimented my makeup and she was saying, I don't know quite what it is, but I love the way that you applied it. And guess who taught me to apply it that way, everyone? The Bobby Brown on Masterclass, okay? Masterclass is incredible. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. Anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Annual memberships start at $10 a month, and you get unlimited access to every instructor, thousands of online lessons, exclusive content, insights, and much more.
1: There are over 180 classes to pick from. Everything from Comedy with Steve Martin to Relationship Intelligence with Esther Perel, with new classes added every month.
0: And don't forget the class I'm taking about makeup and beauty with Bobby Brown, okay? For example, in this class, Bobby Brown teaches you the tips, tricks, and techniques for applying simple, natural makeup that makes you feel beautiful in your own skin. You even get an inside look into Bobby's personal makeup kit for daytime and nighttime looks. There's this one-minute makeup moment. There's so much good stuff. I didn't even know that they had something like that on Masterclass. It's It's amazing. amazing. They have everything on Masterclass. Oh,
1: my gosh. Find practical takeaways that you can apply to your life and at work. Gain new skills in as little as 10 minutes either on your phone, computer, tablet, smart TV, and even audio mode to listen on the go. I
0: like watching a lesson or two when Evan's driving down to see our family and I'm in the passenger seat. It's the perfect amount of time and it makes my commute feel more productive. How much would it cost for real to take one-on-one classes from the world's best Well, with Masterclass annual memberships, it only would cost you $10 a month.
1: Get unlimited access to every class. And right now, as a Your Mom and Dad listener, you can get 15% off when you go to masterclass.com slash mom, dad. That's masterclass.com slash mom, dad for 15% off of an annual membership. Masterclass.com slash mom, dad.
0: By the way, with Father's Day around the corner, Mm. Masterclass is a great gift idea. Seriously, Seriously, Great gift idea. So, support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Truth of the matter is, wedding season is upon us, which means your girl over here will be busting out some of my favorite dresses, and especially when those dresses are the short ones. I like to wear shapewear with them and avoid the panty lines, too. And let me tell you, before I started wearing Honey Love shapewear, I was always wildly uncomfortable and pulling at it constantly. Do not get me started with attempting to take it off while using the bathroom situation. It was a nightmare. With Honey Love, all of that is solved. My personal fave is their best-selling superpower short. Their technology is phenomenal. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. This piece, by the way, the superpower short, Also is a booty lifter. The boost bands on the back of the thigh give your uh, bottom an amazing shape. Looks amazing. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. And let's talk the bathroom trips, okay? With Honey Love, their shapewear has a 100% cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom use. And oh my gosh, they also have bodysuits. With built-in bus support that lifts without underwire it's shapewear that's comfortable. Yes, you heard that right. It is comfortable. And Honey Love has more than just sculptwear. They also have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. I wear the leggings constantly. They're like my most favorite. I'm always wearing those around the house. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at HoneyLove.com slash mom, dad. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. HoneyLove.com slash mom, dad. Again, That's using our exclusive link to get 20% off at honeylove.com slash mom, dad. Okay, so let's talk about some hot spots in the Vanderpump Secrets Revealed episode. I mean, it's definitely interesting to see some of these scenes, especially a few of them, because what I had kind of forgotten about was that when they filmed all of this and then put it all together in post-production and everything, they did not know about what was going on, right? So you're like, oh, there are going to be moments that now we look back on and go, oh shit, yeah. That they took off and they left on the editing editing room floor because they're like, you know, why would we have that in there? That now we're seeing, that's like, oh my goodness, okay. Um, but the first, the first big scene that we see is Katie and Schwartz together. Yeah. Evan was
1: I was dying because the first scene is him in his bed. And you don't see who's in the bed at first, but you see a body pillow. And I just assumed it was Katie's body pillow, and then it zooms out and it's Schwartz with his
0: pillow. Yeah, it's cozy. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: just killed me he has a body pillow. I don't know why. It's just like I need my body in there to come cozy with. And that just yeah. I don't know, just added to the Schwartz thing, you know, which just is to the just, lore that is. Just Tom the Schwartz. lore of just like A full-blown body pillow in his bed. I don't know why. That was so funny to me.
0: Well, we're seeing them in their house before, like, you know, right during the beginning of the divorce, and they're still living together in this scene, and they're still living at the house before they're living in their separate apartments. And it was definitely an interesting scene because we just saw a little more of the raw feeling with everything going on. It was intense. The scene made me really sad.
1: Yeah, he walked right in and he was just like, "Hey, how you doing? Let's get some dinner."
0: He's like, "Let's order some sushi." Yeah, you could like, tell
1: that it's like, you know, I know I cheated on you a lot of times, and I know I did all this messed up shit. But maybe we could just like, you know, it almost felt like maybe we could just kind of forget it. all that and we could just go back together. Almost vibe. That was the
0: energy, like hoping that maybe Katie would change. We'll her kind mind. of slowly just
1: get back together, and yeah. then when he asked about if she's been on any dates, and she's like, "Yeah," then he just like immediately he goes, starts. He goes, "Ew." <laughs> I shouldn't have asked this, and he starts crying. It was very sad. No, that was was just like, ugh.
0: But it was definitely been interesting to me because it added to not that I ever, you know, I've always been, I have always been firmly on Katie's side in this situation with the whole Raquel Tom Schwartz thing, where she was like, that person is off limits. It. I've always been on her side, but it continued to add that feeling to it for me because you see this conversation with them where you see exactly what she said was happening, where they're having open conversations about seeing other people. Mm -hmm. They seem to be walking away from this marriage in a way where they're able to be friendly with each other and move forward kind of as friends and have these conversations. But there were some boundaries that Katie put up that he stepped over those lines and she felt absolute deep betrayal Mm -hmm. and I just feel like you see that even more in this scene because of how you saw seeing what it could have looked like for them yes like you had this opening moment of oh this is what the end of your relationship could have looked like if Tom Schwartz would have respected the boundaries that Katie set up and said hey just please not on this cast not in the friend group we're going to be good. And you feel that energy, like they would have been okay. And he just... Whether he knew about Sandoval and was trying to have Sandoval and Raquel's back and was faking this whole thing or whether he was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to make out with Raquel and she's cute and we're vibing and I'm just going to say, Katie, will get over it. It's like, no, this is what happens when you see somebody who's like, no, we're going to set up a boundary now. Our relationship is over and I want to be able to move through this and continue to be friends. But you broke that that trust. You broke that boundary.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's that selfishness mm-hmm. of like, you know, going out of the friend group and going through all this, that takes—that sounds like a lot of work, but I have this girl here that kind of might make out with me. So I think I'm just going to do it because it feels good in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the same reason why he's divorced now. It's, it's like clearly not making the tough choices. Like, Hey, I kind of want to make out with this random girl. Maybe I shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know? And then you're just kind of constantly living in like dealing with repercussions of your actions. Right. And, and then not Katie, learning from them.
0: And Katie has said before where it's like, there were so many times where she had said, this is what I'm going to need from you. And because he didn't feel like doing it, it'd be like, well, Bubba, but I want to go party instead. And it's like, all right, go party, but then we're not going to be in this relationship yeah. because this relationship—it's going to take work. Sometimes relationships take work. It's not all just about like
1: just fun. What's
0: going to be fun for you?
1: Exactly. You know.
0: So that was definitely a moment where I'm like, you felt it, it in like, your oof. gut.
1: It was like the human level of the show. You know, like 100%. the show can feel very like you're just laughing at people and you're having fun, and James is saying something insane, and mm-hmm. you're just whatever. But then in those moments, you're like, ooh, this is actually the real life moment when you're like sleeping. I mean, I'll be honest with you too, like, there's no world where I could get divorced and unless it's completely mutual, both parties, which it wasn't, right? Katie decided, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. You've not prioritized me. You've not taken me, you know, seriously and you've not cared about my feelings. So we need to separate and like for, for her to live, I feel like would be easier in the way that like you know, she's making the decision to end it where he's like the fact that he just stayed there and lived there. I don't know. It's one of those, it's such a strange thing for months, right? Like seven months or something like that.
0: Yeah. I don't remember,
1: but it's like, dude, just to like, I don't know. It's an interesting thing to kind of be the reason why the divorce happened and then stay in it.
0: That's just what Sandoval did. Right. It's just (laughs) an
1: interesting thing that these people are doing where it's like when you're the cause of the pain,
0: that you just are lingering. Yeah, I
1: feel like it's it's on you to get out of there to like re, like yeah, let it's again. person it's, heal It's alone. another selfish yeah. move to not be like, and I'm going to get an apartment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just to stay and then mm-hmm. like, or re- even remind them of your ex- like your existence is, is reminding them of your mistakes and your betrayals, and it's just I don't, because it's not it, it's not convenient for you at mm-hmm. the time. It's mm-hmm. just like oof. Yeah, you know.
0: I mean, and and then. Throughout this, it, it was seeing him then break down on the bed and like sobbing again it yeah. bring brought in that human like, oh, my gosh. And then watching them in the ITMs and him crying. And then her moment, too, where she's crying. Yeah. And she's like, it's so hard, but I know that this is what's going to be best for me. Like, I'm going to come out of this and it's going to be the best thing for me. Yeah. Um. All while, by the way, he's sobbing on the bed. And the dog is like humping something in the background, and I was a little <laughs> distracted. I was like, maybe we could just take the little cute pup, and like you know, or maybe just turn the filming for a second. <laughs> like, just... so I was like, can we just <laughs> angle the filming a little bit because he's bawling, and I'm like having a moment where I'm like, oh gosh, this is like the real human piece, and then yeah. I just see the dog. My God,
1: <laughs> like there's no way to be serious if you see that. Like it's insane, dude. I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. The, yeah, the camera. <laughs> just, Push it a little bit,
0: but then off of that too, we did have later in the episode conversations where we see Katie show up to a a dinner that had uh, you know Sheena there, Raquel, Ariana, Lala, and this was supposed to be a few days before Katie's trip to Vegas and Havasu, and we see the moment where Katie and Sheena kind of come face to face. Katie doesn't invite Sheena to the trip. But they have a kind of handshake moment a little bit, saying that, hey, we can deal with being in each other's presence. Hopefully we can kind of move forward. But Katie's saying in ITMs, and when she's talking, I believe, to Charlie, that she's like, this the Sheena piece is the part that really hurt to me. And again, I think this was an important moment for us to see because I know a lot of people had commentary being like, why are you more mad right now at Sheena than Raquel? Raquel's the one saying, I think I'm going to make out with Schwartz in front of your face. And Sheena is having the conversations with Schwartz on the podcast and all that. I think this was an important moment too, because like Katie said, Sheena, it hurt more with Sheena because I have a friendship with Sheena. She's like, I didn't really know Raquel's around, but I don't really have a close relationship with her. So sure, eventually it keeps escalating with Raquel to where Raquel is then like shutting Katie's mom down and being just so brutal and just instigating just more and more stress for Katie. But again,
1: to your point, it's like she's kind of the enemy. So it's like, you're expecting bad behavior from the enemy. You're not expecting the betrayal. And I think that's like your, to your point, it's like Ariana with Raquel. It's like the Lala James cheating thing with Raquel is like, you can't compare the two because Lala wasn't close with Raquel. And so when the cheating happened, it was like bad, but it also wasn't like the betrayal is, is such a level that, you know, you don't probably really get until you experience that, which is like, a trusted person betrays you. And that's like, that's why it makes so much sense that sense that Katie is going so hard on Sheena. Cause it's like, when you're sitting there telling people your secrets and and confiding them, them and crying on their shoulders through times in your life. And then they're the ones that don't have your back when it counts. That hurts so much more than someone you don't, you're not close with hurting you.
0: Mm -hmm. And we also then see too though, After she's saying that again, they kind of have this handshake moment of like, hey, let's try to move forward. I believe what we're seeing then is that these two people probably could have moved forward in a different way if then the Raquel piece wouldn't have been there. Because as Raquel continued to escalate the issues between Schwartz and Katie, then Sheena was in protecting Raquel more and more people were like we're taking Raquel's side which then of course was more and more frustrating for Katie being like who am I I'm the one who was the close friend here and now which again is another piece of what I think we see later on in the episode where we hear James um, talking with Allie and then Allie explaining how James felt to Lala and Katie she's like it wasn't about that he still hung up on Raquel it was the fact that everyone took Raquel's side and he's like who am I I thought that I was your guys's friend for so long I'm sure that's a lot of what Katie was feeling where it's like I've been part of this for so long and deeply entrenched with all of you and somehow Raquel is winning you guys the all who's over. who's
1: who's the least close with everyone, like why, you know Yeah,
0: so that was interesting behind the scenes to see and also I'm just gonna, I will forever die on this hill I have seen so many people make comments post this show and throughout the show about like Katie being hung up on this and needing to get over this I will die on this hill Yeah She was with him for like 13 years. Right. They'd been married for years and years. Okay. If tomorrow you and I got a divorce. Anything's going to set me off. Right. It's so fresh. Like this is not some pretend relationship. Like this is someone they've been with for over a decade. They've been together for over a decade anything setting me off like there's no way so these people i think having commentary about oh well she needs to get over this and why is she so hot with raquel about all this before we knew everything i'm like are you joking i would be burning los angeles down The level of rage I would feel.
1: Especially when you feel like some of your friends don't have your back. Yeah. That's so frustrating. It's like the uh, Larry. It's like a curb your enthusiasm when when Larry and Susan get divorced and all of his friends go, we choose Susan. And they're like, so we forgot that we just wanted to kind of sit down, and let you know we choose Susan. And there's this like, what? (laughs) I introduced you guys. So just remember being nice to people. You know what I mean? Because if one day it comes down to it, they may choose Susan.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So that was a lot of like the Katie Schwartz piece. We do see um, Tom. Another moment that just made me feel kind of sick was we see Tom and Ariana it, both toms and ariana visiting the toms old spot yeah you know the the old apartment the in the valley frat house. the old frat house vibe. Dead
1: cockroaches on the ground oh my god
0: watching clips of when they turn the microwave or they turn the ac on or the microwave on everything shuts down yes. they find a beer bong and schwartz has to crush not a the the beer bong like, excuse me what's up? It, i can't believe it didn't have a name
1: I know. It's like you're not going to call
0: Old Faithful or something like that? Yeah, the Triton. (laughs) The Mighty Bong? Yeah,
1: seriously.
0: (laughs) Give it a name.
1: And he does one. And no one wanted him to. (laughs) Did you notice that? Sandoval's like on his phone Doing something Ariana's like Why are you doing this And then like He just does it by himself And he's like <laughs> And it's like Dude no one wanted you To do that Like no one was like Please that would be fun If we all did it and no one else did it either <laughs> It
0: was kind of sad
1: because It was so sad It was kind of
0: sad Because he's like You guys there's two beers here It's yeah. fate It's destiny Sando Me and you A final like, beer no, bong And they're like No He's like Okay and he I'll do it by myself
1: <laughs> And he's like Bleh. And it's like Why did you do this well, It was good content though I will say I laughed.
0: But that was another moment that made me feel really like ill and Mm. sad because you see the three of them together having flashbacks of the three of them spending all this time in that apartment. And... Just seeing what then someone's selfish actions do to ruin something yeah. that had been a friendship of so many years, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. now it's like there's this place that had so many memories and it's just someone's It's amazing
1: how, it's amazing when you think about how much work it takes to build something and how little work it takes to destroy it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah. It's like one action can destroy decades of growth and, mm-hmm. and build So it's like really just puts into perspective, like the weight of your actions,
0: Uh That like
1: one wrong choice can ruin decades of relationships. It's interesting. I know it's like a good, it's a, it's a tall tale of like, man, you know, and, and all of us in our lives, it's like, Take the, I mean, it's insane to say take these people as examples, but there is a thing of like, oh,
0: for sure. Just look at their journey. Look I at, think that's what reality TV does for us yeah. a lot of times. We're able to look at it and be like, Gives okay, you like, or you, you go, okay, well, this person did this, and this is an interesting life lesson to take yeah. away from it. It's fascinating. Yeah. 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 But that made me feel sad. Um, a moment that made me laugh was when we saw manager Peter.
1: Gosh, that was rough. Where
0: Raquel had to re-break up with him because the scene that we had initially saw where Raquel broke up with manager Peter um, and was like, this isn't going anywhere. We had seen that happen. I believe it was at Schwartz and Sandy's and at the Daily Mail party. And Raquel ends it with him and he took it pretty casually. And then we find out, well, yeah, he took it casually because he was blackout drunk (laughs) and didn't remember Anything?
1: See, I have a theory. Okay. I don't think, I think you remembered it. Stop it. I think you remembered it because you see him when he's talking to Raquel and he's not falling over. He's not like his eyes is rolling back in his head and she's telling him he's sitting there like totally intently. I think <laughs> he was hoping that she like realized her mistake or something. Oh my God. That's the vibe I get because and it was so cringe when he walks up to james you know and he's like hey just want to know whatever and james immediately starts insulting him like, she doesn't like you at all and i don't care it's your stupid relationship anyway and, and the, you're the worst anyway and he's like "Yo, chill like i don't know why you're attacking me you know certain people just have a i almost feel like he to them not to me but to them just like has the metaphorical or like where they just think they can just say anything they want to him and just insult him. And he just kind of takes it and walks away. Like yeah. he kind of has that energy with them where like he just keeps coming back. Cause he just wants to be in the friend hang so bad. And so like, even just when they went outside and he goes, so like, I don't remember that conversation at all. It's crazy. And then, uh, first of all, how did you know they had a conversation? Do you know what I mean? I guess maybe James told her, him that they had a conversation. I'm just going like, why are you bringing up a conversation you don't remember? Yeah, Or else you would have been like, what's up? Hey, how are you? You wouldn't <laughs> even know that like that happened if you truly didn't know. So the fact that he's like, can we talk about the specific conversation we had that I don't remember at all randomly? You're like, okay. I think you were hoping that she kind of like backs down. But then the worst was, was when he goes, by the way, you couldn't break my heart just so you know.
0: It's i know i like, was like peter not with the exit line uh, not with the exit line just go okay yeah well it's a bummer to hear but you know what here ya. and uh it was nice hanging out and yeah. um,
1: he goes well you couldn't break my heart and she goes good well, we're on the same page and he's like well I, I was hoping that would insult you and make you feel like you want to come back to me It's like that he's was like,
0: sh- <laughs> he's very golden fedora
1: oh my <laughs> gosh his suit too his suit is like it is literally like Prince Charming suit Like it's super tight at the waist And big at the chest So it kind of like It's got this like Welcome to Vegas vibe You know what I mean So everything about the guy Is just You know so, he's, he's harmless But he's The king of cringe for sure Yeah
0: yeah It's huge golden fedora energy And it definitely felt like He's like well
1: you know I do have three 3,000 makeouts under my belt Yeah
0: <laughs> It's just
1: like yeah, no, no, I have reached <laughs> platinum level makeout status. Like the fact that you are not interested in me, and you know that I'm a platinum level makeout artist, is insane to me.
0: It's just very much like, well, I read from the pickup artist that you have to um, insult the person, Always. and then they will want to come back to you. So, of course, this is going to work. You know, you could never break my heart. It's my like, heart is unbreakable. like, fuck God,
1: I got to retrain. I've not been training as diligently as I have with my fedora on.
0: <laughs> gotta go back to step one god Damn <laughs> I'm only at
1: level 46 now instead of 47 I gotta to report to my commander and chief you know cause I have a I have like a, a leader that I report to how many makeouts did I get this week
0: <laughs> unreal unreal Um. oh I did want to
1: discuss one little beef I have that yeah. I feel like we haven't we talked about early on in this process but like re-watching this is the Charlie situation yeah and I'm going like, she kind of escaped without getting hate because I'm going like, or maybe not that much because I'm going, wait a second. We're watching this clip before the girls trip of Charlie sitting next to Katie, totally chumming it up with her talking shit on Raquel going, yeah, I know. Isn't that shitty? Oh yeah. I totally feel the same way that are like totally being homies. And then she invites her to the girls trip and then at first sign of issues, Swears out everyone, disses Katie, and leaves with Raquel and has Raquel's back the whole time. And I'm going, how has she escaped without being like because I'm going like this person was like your homie? You guys are sitting there, friends, talking, confiding in each other. She's agreeing with everything everything you say. And then it right away is straight up ditching your party with your biggest enemy, and then goes with her to the guys' night. To, to, to leave one of your really good friends birthdays with the enemy right there and then like mock at people and make fun of people and, and curse everyone out as you're leaving and like, let's get out of here, Raquel. I'm going, dude, if she's not as bad as the Sheena situation, she's right next to her.
0: Yeah, no, I I that, that whole thing I was very confused by because I will say this, you know, with the whole Sheena situation, I obviously didn't agree with. Um, the fact that Sheena didn't understand where Katie was coming from, and that was frustrating. But I yeah. do know that Sheena and then Raquel are super close, and that, like, Raquel, you know, Sheena was helping her with where she was living. And so clearly they're, like, very tight. So then I understood Sheena then having her back in that situation before she knew everything about Raquel. So I was a little bit, like, with the whole sheena Katie uh, debacle, um, I'm, like, I... Side with Katie and wish that Sheena Would see that perspective but I also wasn't Feeling like oh and I, I didn't ever feel like Sheena no, it, it Was felt out like, to get Katie no, it, it was felt just like more a misstep
1: like, and she went for the Like clicks for her podcast over Her friend and that was a mistake but it never yeah. felt Like nearly as poignant as Charlie you know, the
0: Charlie thing that, when I saw that clip that was pretty shocking to me with Charlie sitting next to Katie in this episode talking about like well can you believe Raquel and moments da, 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 da. before the trip where she betrays yeah, her four entirely. days beforehand and so I thought oh, when boy. I was watching the their time together in Vegas and Havasu that I was like maybe I think Charlie just knows Raquel better and maybe is closer to her in that way so then she's gonna have her back even though she got invited and I thought that was like So not cool because Katie brought you and then you've had this energy. But then seeing that moment where she was then kind of talking shit on Raquel to Katie and then turns around. I'm like, what is going on?
1: Personally, I think that Charlie saw Raquel starting to gain popularity in the group. She saw Katie's star waning. Beef with Sheena, no longer with Schwartz. Everyone's still. I think she saw the future in her mind and thought, I think I got to attach myself to Raquel because she's doing really well. Yeah.
0: Well, I know she's not, has not spoken to Raquel because I did hear in interviews that she knew nothing about what was going on. And, That her and Raquel ended up having some beef behind the scenes, too, Mm. where Raquel was treating her super poorly. And when Charlie would Charlie, I guess, was one of the ones who then started to be part of the confrontation with, like, is anything else going on? Like, what's happening And Raquel was Mm -hmm. not being a good friend to her. And then she started to see that. But, yeah, no, I felt that, too. I I was was like, like, what? Like, I do not like this vibe at all. Not at all. At all. Oh, and then before we get to the real meat of the situation with two specific scenes with Sandoval Uh and Raquel, another moment that made me laugh so hard was when we saw Schwartz go out on his first essential date, blind date from Hinge, Mm -hmm. and he was like, there's this thing called Hinge. I don't know if you've ever heard of it (laughs) Please.
1: Please.
0: There's this thing called Hinge, and so he had his first date post-divorce, and I... The level to which I was laughing when the server came up and asked his date, Kendall, what would you like to drink? And Kendall said, a water. And then the server looks at Schwartz and Schwartz is like, I'm going to take a shot and a light beer. And I'm like, Schwartz? I understand if you want to have a drink, your your date ordered water. Maybe just say a light beer, okay? But you glass of wine,
1: you know something. This person
0: sits down, orders a water, and you're like, "I'm gonna need a row of shots. I'm gonna need some light beers. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'm gonna
1: need a Jaeger shot, a Sex on the Beach." And a pina colada double. It was just like, are you partying?
0: (laughs) In fact, I brought the beer bong. So can you just bring out a a nonstop flow of beer? Because I did bring the beer bong from the apartment. I'm going to need to do that a A couple
1: times. Also, the shot in the beer is the classic. I'm on the road to getting drunk.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: For all of you who maybe don't drink that much out there, it's like in your 20s. That was the move. When you were 21 years old, you'd go to a frat bar or a bar like that. And you get the deal. And the special was always a shot in a beer for shot like beer. cheap. And so mm-hmm. it was always like, so for him to go on a date <laughs> and say, I'm not going to have a nice glass of white wine or a, or a beer, I'm going to do the, a martini. give me the shot of Jameson and a PBR basically like thing in order to like, th- we're starting off getting ripped, boys, golf trip. Like, that's what he did on his date. It was insane. And
0: then he's talking a to shot her. Shot
1: in a beer while the other person's getting a water is so wild.
0: And then he's talking to her and he's like, okay, hypothetical. Okay. There's a friend of mine. Guy's name is John. Okay. Yeah. And John, this is, by the way, two seconds after he told her that he had just gotten divorced. Yes. Within two seconds, he was a hypothetical. I got a friend. His name's John. John just got a divorce and his ex-partner said, please don't date anyone in the friend group. But then John ended up making out with one of the girls from the friend group. Nothing really more happened after that. But now ex-partner of John's won't talk to him and wants to end their relationship. How do you feel about John? <laughs> like,
1: what is it? Well, it's like, yeah, it's like. That's like the book of Dating 101. Don't bring up your ex within 10 seconds. And he's
0: like, but I didn't because I said it's my hypothetical it's, friend, yeah. John. And so he's
1: trying to get this stranger to sympathize with him. How about this stranger? Maybe I can get them on my side quickly. It's like, how about we just don't talk about your ex and the beef you have with your ex? Like,
0: she, He's like, how do, you, how do you feel about John? She's like, this just sounds like, you know, he did something that was human. No, yeah, human. Yeah.
1: human. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he's like, yeah.
1: I'm human. John's
0: a human. Yeah, (laughs) John is just a human. This is really fun. This is so fun. (laughs) I've
1: gotten you to agree with my points. I'm having a blast. Take my hand. We'll walk across the street and get more drinks somewhere. More shots and beers.
0: You know, it's so wild because I saw certain people discussing Schwartz and just everything that Schwartz is and how he can do these moves where you're like, what? It's like, what is going on upstairs right now? But then, at the same time, the vocabulary on this guy—yeah—he
1: threw out some words, didn't he?
0: Oh, not did always. He always, when he's speaking, will throw out these massive vocab words where I'm like, "What? What did he say? I don't remember the specific ones." Yeah, but he's he throwing them out,
1: and he because he, he plays like Golden Retriever, dumb guy. Yeah, like that's his his character is like. Oh whoops me I just slipped on a banana peel Yeah But then you kind of Are starting to get like Wait a second I think you know And I think I read That
0: he like Went pretty far in school So like academically I think he was like Kind of crushing And then you're hearing him With these like
1: Little legally blonde vibes Going on with him Yeah
0: maybe Where you're like There's (laughs) massive hypothetical Or these massive Vocabulary Vocabulary, words That are getting thrown around Yeah in just casual conversation Where you just You scratch your head And you're like What
1: is I had a cataclysmic epiphany About a
0: plethora
1: of ideas <laughs> you're just like
0: What? It's like that yeah, though Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah He'll throw those out And you're like Wait a second Are you playing us?
0: I know. Like, what are you up to, shorts? Hey. Um, Okay, before we discuss the two big bombs, yes. let's take a quick pause. Okay. Um, family, we have had plenty of discussions about my personal mental health struggles and what that has looked like for me, especially some big surges of anxiety lately. And in these recent years, I've tried to find different avenues and tools that can help me when I am in that space. And one thing that has genuinely helped me so much for years, Evan actually introduced me to it, mm. is headspace. Okay? Headspace helps improve mental well-being through guided meditations, mindfulness practices, breathing and calming exercises, and so much more. These tools can help reduce stress, boost your mood, and help you sleep better.
1: Headspace combines scientifically proven benefits of meditation and mindfulness with modern practices through their experienced meditation teachers, with customized, personalized approaches to help you navigate through all of Life Moments Big and small. And the wide range of teachers with diverse backgrounds and areas of expertise ensure there's a teacher and content to help you, whether you're a first timer or have been practicing for years.
0: Headspace has the world's largest library of content with over 1,000 hours of clinically proven mindfulness exercises. And when you only have a few minutes to get in the right Headspace, there are programs to do on the go when you're pressed for time. Um, In fact, I used one of their short guided meditations in a seven-minute Uber drive the Mm. other day. I was feeling really anxious about what I was about to step into, and I uh, popped my headphones in and I listened to this short meditation from... Uh, Headspace and it helps my breathing and helped me regulate some of my fearful thoughts. And mm. it was so helpful. I love the quick moments that they have on Headspace as well. A whole variety of everything. Mm.
1: Headspace has helped me and more than 100 million people worldwide. They can help you too. Listen up. You do not want to miss this. We've arranged something really special. For a limited time, all of you can try Headspace free for 60 days by going to headspace.com slash mom dad 60. You won't find this offer anywhere else. Uh, you must use our link H E A D S PACE.com slash mom dad six zero to unlock all of Headspace free for sixty days. This is not something they normally do. Headspace.com slash mom dad sixty.
0: So summer is here. And my favorite thing about summer is the family dinners together outside when the sun is setting. It is magical. Uh, what cannot be magical for me is the whole cooking the dinner part, because well, we all know, I can struggle in the kitchen and also struggle with the whole going to the grocery store and the list and not knowing what exact spices and oils to get and all of that. Well, with HelloFresh, I don't have to worry about any of that. With HelloFresh, I am a grade A chef, babe, and I can quickly and easily get these delicious meals on the table for my family. Oh,
1: it's the best. HelloFresh delivers mouth-watering, chef-crafted recipes and fresh ingredients to your door so you can spend your summer doing well, whatever you want. Get farm-to-table quality with every HelloFresh box. HelloFresh's seasonal ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days for fresh flavor in every single bite. Stuck in a recipe rut? Take a bite out of something new with 40 recipes to choose from weekly with options to please even the pickiest eaters. You'll always find meals everyone at the table will enjoy. And by the way, need dinner ready like now? Well, look for quick and easy recipes on the HelloFresh menu, including fast and fresh options ready in just 15 minutes or less. It
0: really is incredible how fast it is. And also we are talking pre-portioned ingredients, which not only makes it easier, but also helps reduce food waste. And I have to tell you, HelloFresh Market has new snacks, meals and more to add on your weekly order, like their fun s'mores bundles for the kids. It's mm. so fun right now during summer. And again, with it being summer, HelloFresh makes entertaining, easy with a selection of crowd-pleasing eats like their bratwurst bar with caramelized onions, déjeuner slaw, and pineapple relish, or a snack board with pretzel bites, Spice Bar Nuts and Hot Honey Peach Jam. Talk about an amazing array of entertaining options for people coming over to the house. Oh my gosh, and one more thing. HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping, but did you know it's cheaper too? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout. Hello. It's amazing. Go to HelloFresh.com slash momdad16 and use code momdad16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash momdad16 and use code momdad16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay, now for the two very world-rocking moments that happened in this episode. Uh, The first being a scene where this is right after the guy's night. They end up having a hang at Tom Sandoval and Ariana's home. Again, we are talking 10 hours before. This is the very first time we now know that that was the very first time that Raquel and Sandoval slept together. They slept together in her car outside of Tom and Ariana's home. 10 hours previously so we see tom and ariana ariana talking in their kitchen and even just the conversation in general is like i cannot now watching this believe Mm. what just happened previously he's so casual just like wish you would have been there last night you know missed you and ariana is processing through the death of charlotte and is like yeah you know but this was going on and but i'm glad that you had a nice time and Mm. he's talking about the night like nothing happened And then Raquel walks in. Raquel has flowers Mm -hmm. for Ariana. And this is when the deeply insidious nature of all of this just feels so heightened. Because I don't know if the flowers are because of Charlotte passing. I don't know if it's just like a, here you're hosting us, here are flowers. But walks in, she walks in with a huge smile on her face, hands Ariana these flowers, and we see Tom Sandoval and Raquel laughing, embracing, joking, and saying, oh my God, I don't even recognize you. It's been so long. And having this like giggle fest together. Like now we have this secret and that happened last night. And just the ability for either of them with a conscience To see the person the next day, let alone that, but then in front of Ariana is mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. I did not know that they saw each other the next day. I remember that they had that like hang, and we see that in the scene where they end up having the hang at Ariana and Sando's house. Uh, later but I assume that it was a few days later because you know when you watch the show you don't know what filming looks like and typically it'll be like oh it looks like it's back to back but it actually was like a week apart or whatnot this was hours afterwards
1: yeah it's it's scary too because it's like you know he kind of holds on to the fact that he's only cheated twice before yes but that level of of comfortability mm-hmm. laughing you know during their conversation he's staring at her the whole time this is a pro yes this is someone who does this i mean to be that comfortable to not be on edge to not say you know what can we cancel the hang today i'm not feeling up for it like nervously trying to get out of something nervously trying to sneak whatever but to just be like have him come over give him a big hug right in front of the person you just cheated on Wow! Don't
0: even recognize you. Haven't seen you in ages. Make, make
1: silly jokes, not even, and then and is like being really nice to Ariana too. So it's not even like he's being distant with her. He's being like complimentary and nice. So it's like this is a professional. This is someone who's been doing this regularly to be able to just come home. Hang out with the person you betrayed massively and be comfortable. That you don't, you don't.
0: And again, this is not a scene that we're seeing that they've been now hooking up for like two months no, under exactly. the cover of darkness this is, this and being is like, "Hours Let's, old." We have to keep this secret, and and they've been lying and lying and lying, and now the lies, you know, have gotten out of control, yes. and then they're able to be this. That that in and of itself is terrible. Than that you're able to be in front of someone like Ariana and be comfortable, but that then. It seem saying it's more palatable is a terrible way of saying it, but you can kind of compute a little more where you're like, oh, these people have been lying together and spurring each other on for however long. And now they're in front of this person. But the fact that this wasn't something that they've been sneaking around and hiding, this was after the first time yeah. that that level of comfortability was there is like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting because. Uh, you know, you kind of see both. We've been talking about this for a while now, but the two different personality types that like that I'm analyzing, at least is like the way that Sandoval handles the situation feels extremely um like a professional cheater. Someone who's cheated a lot, very comfortable with kind of betraying someone. And then like two seconds later, smiling to their face and saying, hey, how you been? Mm-hmm. So that that's the vibe I'm getting is like, this guy's a professional, He's a professional cheater. He does this all the time. This is another one. Right. And then you're getting so ballsy and you've gotten away with so many that, like you're, you're just, your ego's like, I, I'm never going to get caught anyway. So yeah, come over to the house and hang. Mm-hmm. That's one. And, and it's, and it's, I've done this a lot to this person. So I've gotten used to, I don't have much sympathy anymore. It's like, I'm just used to betraying this person and they never find out and it's fine.
0: Yeah. Like the morality is out the, the, is out the
1: But then you have the Raquel piece. Yeah. Which is, this is the first time that she's radically betrayed Ariana right so it's like maybe she's done it in the past with other friends but this is the first time that she's totally ruined a life and betrayed her one of her best friends for her to walk in smiles talking about how someone doesn't lala doesn't trust her around her man laughing in her face all this stuff so you so she's intentionally bringing up conversations surrounding the possibility of what she just did playing it off that was when I was like that's what I got creeped out because it was like the Raquel piece is like oh you've this is your first time doing it and the comfortability is like scary if I was at least betraying someone I'd, I'd cancel the hang. I did be I'm going to stay home. I'm going to I got to think through this. This is intense. Yeah, I'm like, like I'm going
0: to be sweating bullets in right, front of this person. but to be comfortably showing up with yeah. a
1: housewarming gift basically or or a, or a funeral gift or something and then just to be like, "What's
0: up?" Yeah, and then later like you said the conversation that was happening, I my jaw was on the floor yeah. when they're sitting around and Raquel is telling Ariana About what had happened And the girls trip Raquel is then talking about Oliver And yes. how they Had a cute makeout And it was fun And you see Sandoval looking And he's kind of like Trying to smile But he's also You know you can see The jealousy Probably creeping yeah. in and it's Or like, the What's going on Or the
1: Nice one I oh. was getting the Nice one You're getting him Way off our tail
0: because you're talking oh, about another guy. Yeah, that, so now
1: even the possibility of us being together is not. Because you're talking about how you just made out with this guy two nights ago. Yeah. So you're not. So
0: she's off the trail. I
1: think he was thinking that. I think he was thinking, well Interesting. Interesting. Well okay. Done.
0: Oof. Yikes. Because um, he was
1: like smiling. I didn't get jealousy. I got like, yeah. nice.
0: But then she then, like you said, makes, makes the comment about that Lalo uh, says, I wouldn't be comfortable leaving you around my man. Yeah. And that was... I was physically shaking, thinking, oh, my God.
1: Why are you even talking about this? But the, It's like
0: the nerve to to say that. But then it also harkened back to Raquel having those moments where she was looking directly into Katie's eyes and was like, I wanted to make out with Schwartz. But he was like, not down. I'm like, well, you're just looking in her eyes and you're saying that. Saying. Obviously, that wasn't a lie. And this is. But just.
1: But yeah, but that's what I'm saying is it's 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 eerie yeah. her ability to look someone dead in the eye and yeah. tell them things a they either don't want to hear but she feels or lie right to their face and have not even a blip she's able to sit in it and just go to sheena remember when, when they're doing the craft thing right just so, to go yeah you know that you know and she to think that i'm some sort of uh you know homewrecker wrecker is just so
0: far-fetched and yeah that wasn't like, that was like another moment
1: calmness in her deception is like wild. Yeah,
0: that was another moment. Now, that was then one to me, too, where I'm like, okay, that was a good amount of time in. So then her and Tom have been going back and forth. And again, knowing Sandoval's past, I'm sure he is trying to manipulate her. I'm sure he is trying Coach to her. get her, coaching her, getting them on the same page, probably telling her that he is going to leave Ariana at this point, like she had said, that she thought that they were going to eventually be together. Um, but yeah, there was that moment when then she says that to Sheena, and again, when Without kind of any emotion is just like, yep, I the idea that they think I'm a homewrecker is just out of control. And then again, we see a glimpse of what it's like to then be her friend on the other side where, of course, Sheena believed her. Right. So then when Sheena's walking away, going like, you guys, I swear I had no idea. I talked to her about these things. I, in a sense, confronted her about like, is this going on? What's happening? And we see a glimpse of what a conversation like that looked like, where then Raquel then even shared that she did spend the night, the jacuzzi night, but then that the boys were lying to Brock, which, by the way. Ding, ding, ding. That was a moment where I was like, "Okay, Schwartz, so Schwartz and Sandoval had planned they had, had obviously spoken because they lied to brock and both said that raquel did not spend the night that was jacuzzi night that was after ariana's grandma had passed away so why would Schwartzie lie to cover that up mm-hmm. if he didn't think anything else was going on i'm like all right i think we know that schwartz knew that there was hookupping, hooking up hook <laughs> hooking up happening the entire time, not just the one time, because then if... If you're covering up and lying then to Brock about, no, 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 she didn't spend the night. We were just Mm. hanging out. You're kind of like, all right. I mean, you knew at this point that it was still happening or was continuing to happen, whatnot. Um, But yeah, of course, then Sheena is going to believe her. And then Raquel's saying, yeah, they should have been honest, but I understand with the energy that, you know, they don't want to cause more of an issue. But yeah, I did spend the night. But no, of course, the fact that they're even alluding to me being this way is ridiculous. And you see Sheena fully believing it, which I I would feel I would this, feel the same exact way. I would fully believe it, too. I have a friend looking at me saying yeah, this right. like if 100% you're not I believe it. If
1: you're kind of you're always yeah. going to believe your friend, you know? 100%, 100%.
0: And again, it's the moment where... Lala. Cause Lala, Lala can it all out. Lala smells all she's, Lala, so, she's
1: always smelling that Lala stuff is
0: completely tuned in. She can smell it all from a mile Way away before man. she was
1: like, something's up.
0: No, she knows.
1: Everyone's like, chill. Lala. I You're saw so her drama. in an interview. I was just like,
0: I saw her in her, in an interview. She's like, you might not like me, but what you can't say is that I'm, that I'm always right. In always the end. <laughs> like, right. It kind of is, all, is crazy. It's she's true. always she right. She always knows like years before. She's, sm- she's, like, she's a
1: good people reader, man.
0: I know what's going on. She can smell it. Um, but yeah, again, with the whole then Sheena Raquel moment, it's and of course, Sheena believing it's in the same moment that we see with Tom and Ariana and Raquel sitting on the floor that Raquel is looking at Ariana saying, yeah, this is how they were treating me and the names that they were calling me and how they were making me feel and that I shouldn't be left around any man. And So then, of course, Ariana is hearing this with the two of them sitting there. Of course. Well, how could you suspect something with all these people coming at Ariana being like, do you think you turned a blind eye? It's like, okay, maybe down the road there were some moments where you're just trying to see the best Mm. in two people that you care about. But when you see something like that, it's like, of course, she's not going to suspect anything. They're sitting right in front of her telling a story about all these things that happened without even a grimace, smiling, laughing. Of course, Ariana is going to believe what they're saying and not suspect anything. Yeah. There's no way I would have suspected anything.
1: Tough. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I feel like once like you were hearing about the long hangouts and stuff, that's when like you would probably start being like, wait a second, something's up. But before that, why would you? I mean, right. right next to you hanging out laughing you guys are confiding it like why would you but think? again
0: even then, thinking about the long hangouts and we'll talk about this in a second we hear Ariana talk about how like their family yeah she's like true. Raquel it's like I adore her you could never we'll talk about it but it's like you could never say anything to make me not look at her and be like that's family <sighs> so I'm thinking about if I'm Ariana and it's one of our like really really close friends yeah And I hear that you guys are alone together.
1: You're not thinking about it.
0: For example, when we hear them talking, Lala, sharing with Lisa and some of the ladies later in the episode about how Sandoval, after the death of Ariana's grandma, was just at the hang, partying, drinking, hanging out with Raquel, not leaving when she was calling. If I'm Ariana and you're my Tom in this situation, of course I'm I'm furious at you. Because I'm like, why are you not, first of all, with me? Yeah. Second, the fact that I'm going through this and you're just out partying and you're not putting my feelings first and what I'm going through first, I'm furious at you. But I'm not thinking about one of our family, like our dear friends. I'm just like, you're at a party. And then when other things get brought up to her, again, if I'm in Ariana's shoes and this is like a member of my family to me, essentially, and I hear that you guys were seen out together Number one, we see Sandoval during the reunion when he was talking about their night at the Abbey. And he was like, no, we joined up with you guys. We were there with you guys, James. And James was like, no, you weren't. But right. he would then just kept going with the lie where he's like, no, we were. But even if I'm Ariana and I hear that you and one of our dear friends was spotted alone, if I feel that comfortable with that person, sure, there's feelings in me where I'm... Annoyed at you where I'm like I'm going Through all this shit and you're just like out with our Friend having fun and that's Bubbling up but I'm Hoping that like No this is family like there's No way yeah Oh
1: yeah It's such a betrayal and it's also just So like how do you not like Question everything going forward
0: Then after that we see Tom Taking Ariana On a roller skating Date Yeah. okay this is right after the affair has begun. Yes. And we know that Ariana has been letting him know that she wants quality time with him. And now, but of course, he's going to be like, let's have a one-on-one date together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my God, you're so hot. Yeah, the complimenting he's like, I mean, was, you're sweating because it's hot outside, but it's uh-huh. just like-
1: It's like he was complimenting her like crazy. He goes, you're, you're such a good, amazing mix of cute and hot and you're so amazing. And it's like- Her her red flag should have gone off there knowing that they were really struggling, knowing that he was uh, out constantly and, and all of a sudden being like, 10 out of 10 But you hope in your you're partner
0: like, But what you yeah, hope in your partner like, It's like if you and I Are struggling we're fighting or something And I'm like Babe I just feel like You're not complimenting me enough And we're not spending Enough quality time together That then you take me out On a date And you start complimenting me a lot I'm like okay Sure, sure, sure it doesn't feel organic But he's trying Because I told him That I need him to do that more It's the more. hindsight's
1: 20 thing It's yes. like in, in hindsight But it's like yeah, knowing that he's complimenting her like crazy to get her off his tail, possibly to find out about this affair, is just
0: dark. Also, get the fuck out of here with your roller skating date in the middle of like a blazing Los Angeles day. Like if you're doing that to me behind my back, where are the limousines? Where are the diamonds? Sure, sure. Roller skating. Roll out the red carpet, not roller skates. Did you see
1: that Lisa said she's like, I'd crystallize his balls if (laughs) someone was trying to work on their relationship with me by taking me roller skating.
0: crystallize his balls and wear them as earrings.
1: Insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, give me your balls as crystallized jewelry. Give me the jewels if you're doing that. But you're just gonna take me out. Yours You'd would be know- iPads,
1: but yes, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <It would> be- <laughs> oh, iPads. Yeah, no, not an iPad. iPads. I was like iPads. No
0: iPads. Yes, I'd be wearing those on my eyes, yes. obviously. Um, but. Yeah, just, you know, it's LA and you know, that time last year was It was 110
1: degrees and you're
0: just going to go and do an alone roller skating thing, which let's be real The only reason that he chose roller skating is because he wanted to dress with the theme He wanted to wear his bell bottoms and he's like, I'm going to look so good to
1: show his athleticism Yeah,
0: he's like, I'm gonna look so good in 70 chic and he's got his fit on and he's going backwards and Like throws himself against things. and He's like, oh, yeah
1: (laughs) And it's like, you know, they probably did that for 15 minutes because it was too hot they probably did it for oh, 15 minutes and they were like, okay, let's get out of here. It's too hot.
0: And it probably ended there. And she's probably like, oh, are we going to go get a yeah, drink and get like, no, dinner no, after? He's like, out. no, I got stuff going Shot on. Shot in a beer. Shot in a beer. Gosh. Oof. Um. But in that conversation, that is when Ariana is talking about what's going on with the girls and yeah. how they're feeling about Raquel. And that's when she's saying like, they're going to have to try so hard To try to get me not to be absolutely in love with Raquel.
1: And he uses a really weird word. He goes, yeah, I mean, look, we're all such good friends. And it's so nice to have such a transparent relationship. It's like, talk about like, what is that? What is that when you like expose yourself? When you're like showing
0: your cards. Yeah, Yeah.
1: accidentally. You're almost like you can't can't help yourself. But it's like to use the word transparent is so weird.
0: It's such a weird way to describe a relationship. I've never once
1: said, "Oh, Jess, I love your friends. We have such a transparent relationship." It's like, no, we're great friends. We love doing the same things. We, we laugh. We, we have we, a great time. We like, we, yeah, we, we have. Everyone's so funny all the time. And if you're trying to, and if you're trying
0: to describe, you know, the fact that you guys are able to talk about things together that might be tough, it's like, yeah, you know, we just we're, so we're able to get deep other, and we're maybe. open but transparent. Like maybe that
1: was maybe that's maybe how you describe like a business relationship to someone. It's great. We work really well together. We're really transparent with each other. It's like okay, but like to talk about your girl's friend mm-hmm. and say me and her have a transparent relationship. I mean that is literally like saying yeah. It's crazy. We don't cheat either.
0: <laughs> I mean, he might it's as like, well have. He said might as that. well have been
1: like. It's. Cl- we, I just feel like if we have such a good relationship with Raquel. Like I don't cheat on her with. I don't cheat on you with her. Like what? Nothing. Wait, I just am saying. I'm like, just
0: saying. Like, like you know, it, it's.
1: If I were to, like I wouldn't. Hook up like, with her What I'm
0: saying is basically Like you know Obviously like she's A really attractive girl But like at the end of the day Like w- we're all so close That like even if anything Were to happen with me And you Ariana Like there's no way I would ever like Think of her that way So like the, you know we're, It's it's all completely safe here Like a
1: good example Would be like last night When they had the guys night Like there's no way I would have hooked up With her after her Like in her car or whatever There's like, absolutely there's no way, no I way. Like that. I just don't
0: think About her that way it's Like because we have Such a relationship. transparent relationship Gosh.
1: it's Weird
0: <laughs> But that was Just a gut punch because Ariana, talking about how deeply she loved Raquel yeah. and referring to them as family, that was a moment where, you know, throughout the reunion, there were these these nuggets where we see Raquel, it seems to me, attempt to downplay her and Ariana's relationship, where she was like, well, I just didn't feel comfortable... Coming to you like I didn't really share that much with you like I just felt more comfortable with with Sandoval and I shared a lot with him and we had that type of deep relationship and you could tell that Raquel was trying to downplay what her and Ariana had Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. and because of this secrets revealed episode you see these moments where you're like oh no 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 these people are. Very close. Yes. And I heard in an interview with Charlie as well that Charlie was explaining about how obviously, you know, we see their hangs uh, on camera and we don't know what's happening off camera. And some of the people aren't as close. I think she might have said something like, you know, Lala um, has a child and she has a child, so they might not be around quite as much. But the people, um, some of the other people from the group, she said, I know you see us hanging out together on camera, but we are always together off camera she's like we spend so much time together and we're always partying staying at each other's houses together constantly so it's a deep relationship it's not just like oh we're on camera every once in a while see each other and we like each other the best out of the cast it's like no these people are together all the time off Mm -hmm. camera like these are close friends yes close friends and it's the same thing that happened too with um With Sandoval talking about James, where then Sandoval was trying to downplay his relationship with James. We end up seeing a screenshot of a text message where he's saying, love you, goodnight, brother. And it was in the midst of Ariana finding the video footage of Raquel and Sandoval and Sandoval still sending that message to James. But, you know, they're way closer than Sandoval is trying to act during the reunion. And then, of course, then James is deeply hurt because he's like, oh, I thought. We were really close. Yeah. So fact of the matter is, we know they hang out together constantly off camera. So these mm-hmm. people are very close. Yes, 100%. Very close. No, no matter how they're going to try to play off that they aren't. It's just not dark, true. It's dark, It's just not true. Um, so th- those were some moments where you're like, it didn't end in a beautiful way. Right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like this episode didn't wrap and you weren't like, oh, wow, I feel so warm and fuzzy now. If anything, I felt kind of yuckier. But I was grateful for the episode because I was grateful for it for the sake of Ariana, especially because we did get to see these behind the scenes moments that made it very clear. Yeah. What it was looking like that we hadn't seen before. Um, I think
1: it put a nice book into the whole thing yeah to be like not a nice bookend but i put a book to the whole thing of like all right this is the actual reality of it it's giving you perspective to watching it now with the context like it really put into perspective like how intense it was to do this betrayal under all your friends' nose under ariana's nose and live it it almost gave like the feeling of this is what it was like to live it mm-hmm. to be in it every day mm-hmm. to be going on like that's the reality going on dates Having long conversations, having backyard barbecues, like doing all that in it, Mm -hmm. as opposed to like finding out later and thinking about the season you watched, But to kind of rewatch some of those moments, you're like, oh, my God.
0: And then there was a clip towards the end that was so sweet to see with Ariana when we saw the clip of Ariana and Lisa. We found out that Lisa had had like a horseback riding accident and like shattered her leg in a bunch of places. And that Ariana was the one who was there for her, Cheer her up. and so sweet. seeing her uh, at the stables with Lisa being like, do you want me to stand in that spot and like twerk and do something funny to like make you think of something else? It was just a really, it was a moment of seeing Ariana of just how, what a big heart she has. She's so sweet. And how loving she is. And... I liked that they had that moment mm-hmm. at the very end. Just be like, okay, this is the person who well, now this she, season yeah. we've been we've been rooting and cheering for, and now seeing her get all these amazing deals and brand deals, and now being in like I think a lifetime movie and all this stuff. She deserves
1: it. You that know? she's
0: just she's just a, a wonderful person. Yeah, and it's so, awesome. Yeah, but.
1: Wow! What an Oof, adventure
0: it was! It was an adventure, that's yes. for sure. Oh my Grateful gosh! Grateful
1: for the insanity. Provided mm-hmm. fun content. It provided fun conversations.
0: Intense Sad conversations for
1: everyone involved. <laughs> yeah, but that
0: was like devastating. Devastating
1: but... for everyone involved, except people who got to at least watch it and you know brought be brought into the show it did bring us into the show we weren't really well that watchers before it no, brought us in so now sense. i'm excited to see what happens next season
0: yes well you definitely know? obviously we're now going to be diving into the home. bachelorette we're yes. going home diving into the bachelorette but we will be making sure throughout upcoming episodes to keep you all updated yes. if we hear anything vanderpump related we'll do some updates throughout yes. throughout our, our stuff we'll make sure to still be checking in with the pulse of vpr oh, 100%. <laughs> um should we do a call home? Oh, I would love that. Let's talk to the family. Miss the fam. Remember, you can always call home. Um, hi, mom and dad. Hi. This is Anna. And I just wanted to know. Okay, I also love you. Also, my last name's Ambrose, which is crazy. <gasps> oh,
1: um, true <laughs> member <laughs> yeah, of, the part of the family. <laughs>
0: um, I just wanted to know if you guys are playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and how to help balance that with work, life, and social life. Because I personally am struggling and have over 80 hours in the game. Okay. <laughs> love you <y'all> so much. <laughs> Chicken bite. That's not a struggle. That's an accomplishment, wow. Anna. We support you. We
1: support it. <laughs> I love
0: that the call home line has become a Zelda only. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Did we do Zelda last week, though? Yes. Did we really? <laughs> okay. We'll make this quick.
0: I don't want to make this quick. I'll well, yeah. talk about Zelda for hours
1: what i here's Here's what I do first of all, I totally understand the temptation to just let it overtake your life. so yes, we have started Tears of the Kingdom very briefly here's
0: the issue. This is what's been going on, like we shared though Evan has been
1: been working he's nonstop. been working
0: seven days a week nonstop for the past few months, yes. so there really hasn't been. Any opportunity Because you're getting home late Yeah. So and by the time you get home It's like we should probably go to bed So we could play for like 10 minutes Like yeah. it's so brief And I'm not going to lie to you I feel a deep resentment Because
1: Are we going to play tonight? <laughs>
0: we better play Let's tonight Let's go
1: We haven't played in like a week
0: <laughs> But I feel a deep resentment Because when I knew that Tears of the Kingdom mm. Was coming out I was like This is our life now And since you've been so busy it's Now lame. I've just had to wait And wait and wait Right And not indulge
1: right well here's the thing i have i have i actually have a really good tip for you okay this is a really good tip don't play it on the switch Mm. hook it up to your tv okay because i don't know your working situation but if you don't work from home but you have the switch then like every break you're playing and you're in your car chilling you're playing you're gonna go grab some food you're playing that's the problem yeah leave it at home plugged into the tv through the hdmi cable that way the only time you can play is like when like let's say let's say you have roommates and they're using the tv you can't play so you got to put it on the main tv in the front room okay. connected to the hdmi therefore the only time you can play is like when you're done with everything at the end of the day now if you work from home a lot more of a problem. <laughs> Okay.
0: So the thing about this is, what's good for me is that I don't play it myself. I like watching Evan playing right. it. It's definitely a, a thing from childhood. My best friend growing up was a big gamer, and I used to watch them play twenty four seven. And yeah. I wouldn't. And I just loved. It brought me so much peace just watching them play and me being part so of for the you journey. you Your
1: only can so enjoyment when I do it is
0: when you do it. But I work from home, so if I was working from home and I was playing, you better believe. I would have nothing done right exactly, now. Exactly, right? Because y- you show me five minutes of Tears of the Kingdom. I've never seen anything more magical, anything more gorgeous. That's I've unreal. never felt more emotionally connected to anything in my life. Yes, and then I'm supposed to turn that off.
1: Yeah, exactly. So <sighs> put it put, put put yourself in a position where it's not so easy to play. So definitely, number one, get it off the switch. Even if you're at home, I remember I took it off uh, the tv for like two days i played nonstop. Mm-hmm. so even just having it connected to the tv means that like you gotta kind of get it ready you gotta sit in the front room now you're taking up the front room now everyone's watching you play if you're like living with people you know what i mean it's a little yeah. bit more of a thing um so do that yeah like
0: if you have a roommate you, they, the roommate comes home and they're like oh you're still, you're still playing here. and then you're a little bit it's kind of like the netflix being like are you still it's watching like shaming you, it's a little you know bit know I mean? of a reminder yeah and so
1: <laughs> you know do that that's a huge one and even if you live alone it's still you'll just kind of like it's a little bit more of an annoying process to get started as opposed to just right next to you just whip it out and play for 10 minutes and put it back yeah make it to where you got to walk to a location and play that'll help a little bit that's where i'll start i
0: think that i mean i I think that those are all good ideas yeah because the thing is at the end of the day like you said you've clocked 80 hours and to that i say bravo you know this is a time in our life and you know how how often are we going to get tears of the kingdom yes, you know what true. i mean so if you're feeling guilty about it just don't feel guilty about it because <gasps> oh, that's this is really kind of point. a this is a, genuinely a once in a lifetime yes. moment for so many of us this is a a new game that we're only going to ever get for the first time once so of course and, and to your point mm-hmm. i
1: would actually take that into consideration when you're playing oh yeah 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 you're yeah. not going to get another game for maybe another 7 years
0: yeah how long so in between you breath of the wild through this There was how how many years between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Wild? I think seven years. Think about that. There you go. So, if
1: you know that you're going to try to like power through this game and beat it, you're going to wake up in a month and be like, well, that's it. I got to wait another decade almost to get this game. Stretch it out. Know that, make it like a treat.
0: It's like when the Twilight books came out when I was in college. I remember ripping through the first one so fast and being like, oh my God. I'll read it again and trust but and believe I read it now. again over and over. But then I'm like, oh, my God, there's only so many books. Exactly. And then I can't ever read it again for the first time. I wish I could go back, erase my memory and reread it, but, you can't. but I can't.
1: So just know that. So those are those are a couple tips for you.
0: Because Evan and I personally, well, I shouldn't say I because I wasn't the one playing it. I was just observing. But Evan, you went through Breath of the Wild, then you beat that real fast. Like I went hard. C- you went hard, and considering
1: knowing, but I knew that Tears of the Kingdom was coming.
0: Yes, but with that being said, I felt sad yes. after you beat it because I was, was a like
1: really sad moment. Actually,
0: I we both felt like
1: <laughs> I almost cried. To be <laughs> t- honest with
0: you, deeply emotional. It was like heavy because I was like it's done now.
1: Like oh my god,
0: like it's done. Like I, we can go back and do some of the small missions and stuff. Of course, there's so much to do in the game, but I'm like, but like in general, it's done. Yes. And that was a a grieving process it and it was, was sad so um, stretch it
1: out know that it will come to an end quicker than you think and so stretch it out
0: I think that that's honestly the best tip yeah. that you can get just remember the value of it and you don't want to burn through it agreed because there's nothing like that game it's and you want to savor every second of better it
1: better than any family love anything <laughs> you love ever <or> experience <laughs> it's
0: true okay well with that being said now I know we need to do some work but I also am like let's
1: just should play, we, should we play Zelda? Zelda I think we should <laughs> like, that just, you just inspired me thank you
0: so <laughs> was going to make this episode a little bit longer but to be honest now my emotions have taken over and if I don't get Zelda now I will cry <laughs> so it's time we have
1: been starved it's time to, it's indulge. Time
0: to indulge in some Zelda family we oh. love you we will see you next week back yes. to a Wednesday Friday episode again um, check in on our Instagram. We will let you know uh, what episodes are going to be coming out or what we're going to be talking about on Wednesday, Friday. Again, for sure, one of those episodes will be Cast Bio. I'm so with excited. Charities you guys. Men. Let's go. I cannot wait. Stay tuned. We love you. We love you all. And have a beautiful weekend,
1: family. Mm. Kisses and hugs. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.